So, uh, do you guys manscape at all? Do you shave? Do you trim? <laughs> I, I used Thomas? to be more. I used to be way more diligent about it when I was single. When you were si- not so much now that you're. Uh, nah, I don't man? really give a fuck. So, do y'all have like a? Do y'all have a method like something that you do every time, or like does it change up depending on like what the fuck's going on or? What oh yeah. Do? No. no, I mean for me. Okay, so I mean I guess I still, still manscape. I don't let it go crazy, man. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not really like a lion's mane. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Simba in his teenage years. So, you know what I mean? Before you know. So like I, <clears throat> I get real lazy with it, dude. Like. The way I do it, I'll just fucking, I'll just shave everything off, bro. I'll just go bald, right? And I'll do that once a month. Baby bird, <laughs> baby bird style? It it's kind of like, you know, when you get a haircut and like a week later, that's when it looks fucking bomb. <laughs> that's what I do, bro. For a week, I'm just fucking so, bald like, as fuck. And then like a week later. So your anniversary is like, coming that, up. Like, You're going to shave the week before. If I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> if, I know if I know shit's going to go down a week from now. <laughs> I'll just shave, and then a week later, it just grows in nice, you know? But the weird thing is, I got, like, these, you know, I got fucking fuzzy thighs, bro, you know? So it's like, how far do I go when I'm shaving, you know? Like, I got to stop somewhere. I'm nah, bro, just go all the way. Yeah, that's, that's go always a great debate. Like, where do you stop ankles, at? Right? Just go all the way. Oh, I can't go, go all the way, way You got to go all the way. And then, like, on then the other way, like, when I'm going down, you know, my balls and shit, and then I got to go to the taint, but then how far <laughs> back how far back that way do yep. I go? You know what I mean? Ain't gonna shave your asshole. So my wife waxed my asshole. That's oh, that must have been. Was there blood? Did she draw blood? Yeah, man. Um, yes, yeah, there, blood. There, there was yes. blood. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of hair blood. down there, and it wasn't my idea. And she was like ecstatic about doing it, man. She was adamant. She was like, "I want to do it. I want to do it." And I finally gave in. I thought it was gonna hurt, and it hurt way more than I ever thought it could. No. <laughs> yeah, it was I bad. She talked you into that. Shit. Was it, that sounds like it was too easy for her to talk you into that. No, she was. She was, she was trying to talk me into it for like a couple years, man. Really? And then we were like Dude, engaged. Like, and I was like, she's fine. like a like like Doctor Pimple Popper. Like she just had this itch that she needed to scratch. She was like, I just want to shake. I just want to whack somebody's asshole. <laughs> Something, man, because she keeps asking me like if you can do it again. And I'm like, I'm never. <laughs> I think you should never. do it again, man. That's never. Like the it, 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 dude, it hurts so bad. It's like hey, that, what's that the regrowth time? Like, it just like whenever it starts time. growing back yeah. in, is it itch like a motherfucker or like? What's it like? It wasn't that bad, no. man. It felt nice for a while, if I'm honest. <laughs> All right, it I want to try it now. Breezy, didn't it? Dude, it, it felt breezy. Absolutely. Oh. Like, you get colder, yeah, right? Like, like, okay. like, yeah. The okay. ventilation is way better oh, that way, nice. but I'm not doing it. It hurts so, so bad. So it's good for the summer, then? Yeah, for sure. Oh, dude, did it limit your wipes? <laughs> like, if you were wiping before, like, one hundred percent, bro. To, like, fifty percent. Like, it went from four bro, wipes to two wipes. Bro, creamy shit stood. didn't stay a chance. Oh, shit. That's actually, that's a plus, dude. If I can limit the amount of wipes that I have to wipe, you know, because if you got hair down there, it's gonna yeah. be, you can be wiping five, six yeah, times. How much hair do you have down there? That, that, that's <laughs> dude, the issue. Dude, I mean, like, it's not like Is a, it Chewbacca down there? I mean, it's you, not over. I mean, goddamn. It ain't clean. It's an issue <laughs> for me. <laughs> no, she talks shit about me. She's like, hey, turn around real quick. I think yeah. I see something. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Dude, see, so does like, the carpet <laughs> match the drapes or what? Yeah, it's got to, right? You have the, you I, have so the red hair? So I'll explain. <laughs> yes and no. So let's just say, let's say red or burgundy, whatever the fuck this is, copper. Then you got Nickelodeon down there. It's like orange. Really? It's, serious. it's a different color red, dude. It's like fire engine orange. I don't know how to explain what? it. It's weird. Bitches need sunglasses down there. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty. That's crazy, man. Pretty cartoony. <laughs> Episode five, man. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> Episode five. We're the well-mannered cartel. I'm Tom, Mike, Joseph, or JC. 
Chris. And this is Felipe. He is our guest today. He's a personal trainer, and we're just going to hit him up with some questions. Nice. We're, yeah, we're all pretty much, we try to work out, and but we're not professionals at all, and this guy knows what the fuck he's doing, so we're going to pick his brain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I guess we can start, like, talking about how you got into you know training and this is something that like you always worked out before you were always fond of it and then you're like i might as well make money if i'm doing this yeah um it was one of those things in college um i was studying just uh on a path to do law school okay and you know it was one of those things where it was just like all right cool law school just study 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 and then you realize you got to take tests on tests on tests and i'm like i'm tired of school yeah so the only thing that i was diligent with was working out it was always after school before school so you know i was like why why not just uh get certified i literally spent my my uh, spring break of my senior year i was taking my my certification exam and taking the cpr class so everybody else was partying and i'm stuck taking CPR class Damn. busy busy yeah so after that I moved to Houston got a job with uh, 24 hour fitness and then that was that it was just where are you from originally I am um, from Brazil uh, I was born and raised uh, I was born in the north small big old town called Fortaleza it's like right oh, on yeah. the coast it's the fourth largest city right now um, after that I was there for six months and then we moved down south of Brazil my dad's a doctor so we've always moved around and it was one of those things where it was like he got tired of working and he wanted to take a vacation and we literally couldn't get a visa to go to France. So we were like, oh, let's just go to Orlando for a little bit. So yeah, we went to Disney World and then we were there for like, we were in Florida for a while, like, you know, a few months. And then he realized that he wanted to go back to being a doctor. So start over. It was all the steps he had to take, you know, do Kaplan for a while and then do his residency. So that was, that was that. Yeah, it's crazy because you do have to start over. It doesn't yeah, transfer over. Doesn't you're transfer. a doctor in another country. You have to fucking start from scratch yep. when you're over here, right? Yeah. You literally have to, um, if that's your plan, you have to save because once you're here, you can't work. Right. You, you can't do anything to earn money. So you have to save everything up and you're studying your ass off. And after that, you take your, your, your boards. Hopefully you pass. And then from there, you just take the route. Ooh, damn. Residency. And usually if you're a foreigner, they put you in a small, small town because that's where the foreigners go. Like, you know, the Americans don't want to go there. Right. So we ended up in like Southwest rural, Texas, yeah. Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. Oh, wow. by the free over. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. a good exactly. spot, though, yeah. to be in. That's I mean, the summertime. The don't go, I mean, I, right? I don't yeah. want to live there. But <laughs> yeah. <I'll pass>. yeah. <laughs> It's funny because, like, now that I mention U Valley, people are like, oh, okay, cool, Free River, you know, Concan, all that. And I'm like, that's that's not U Valley right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a town of 15,000 people. And I'm coming, that's when we moved from Boston. So I'm coming from Boston, getting used to that, to moving to U Valley. How old were you when you moved to Uvalde? I was 13. Okay. So that was a culture shock, right? right? For you sure. Like, Boston, yeah. you, you can just, like, I was young, you can get on a bus and go wherever U Valley. You're like, oh, I need a car or just like <laughs> cobweb. Like, there's like, you know, there's I need just, a horse. <laughs> yeah, I, need a horse. I, I was, you know, my my first experience in, in U Valley was eating like a jumbo burrito, and I'm just like, this is just delicious. Yeah. But I might die because it's a lot of cheese. <laughs> yeah. So, right. it's just, it's like a like a, just a, a coach. Yeah. So it's like a culture shock. So like my experience with burrito was Taco Bell, and I look at this and I'm like, this is not Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> not at so all. I'm just no. learning how to, you know, all that. Sweet man. You were so, blessed with Tex Mex. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I mean, it was that, and then it was like the introduction to venison, the introduction to, you know, barbacoa. So like, it, it was an experience. Like yeah. breakfast tacos. Yeah. Only issue was, you know, my dad was a, was one of the doctors, and it was, I think six or seven of them. So everyone knew who I was. Yeah. And he'd be like, "Hey, I heard you you were here," and I'm just like, "Oh, damn." <laughs> you was heard I, what? Now? Yeah. yeah. Eyes on you. Yeah, you know, as a, as a teenager, yeah. I'm like, "Was I was I drunk?" Or <laughs> damn, yeah. you know, had to like. Yeah, but, we all grew up in small towns, so we we know. Yeah, we, we know can the, relate uh, for sure. Yeah. So, do you think like your dad being a doctor had any bearing on you, you know, doing what you're doing now? Or um, yes, um, and no. I I knew from a get go that you know I did not want to do what he did because sure. you know, it was like, ironically, you know, long hours, and yeah. that's what I do now. Yeah. But um, I told him when I was young, I was like, I don't want to be a doctor, and you know, the the whole like law school thing was out of nowhere and just like I wanted to do like ambassadorship and but you know it was, it was just a smooth transition because growing up he was always active he used to swim a lot he's like a pretty little like amateur swimmer mm-hmm. and then I was always you know playing basketball playing soccer playing baseball I was always moving so it was a pretty easy transition from you know not really thinking about it to thinking about it yeah because like my senior year of high school was like that last semester i was just started working out and i was like this is it's pretty dope yeah you know and i carried it on to when i went to ut and i just that was the only thing that i was always adamant about like for sure 45 minutes boom i'm gonna go work out yeah yeah, yeah i was uh <laughs> I, I started working out like when i got into college because I was like, man, I'm way smaller than all these motherfuckers. Like, I need to do something. I'm not even getting taller, so I might as well. Exactly. So I lift it a little bit. My neck ain't gonna grow either. Yeah, it is what it is, baby. You gotta shake shake hands with yourself. You gotta accept it. Yep. This, this is who I am. And so, uh, but like, I, I think I had a different mentality, like when it came to working out, because I, I enjoyed it, but not. It wasn't something that like, man, I want to do this. Like, I want to be time. here yeah, all yeah. day. You know. So people would be like, well, why don't you train? Like, it looks like you know what you're doing. But I was like, man, I don't want to turn that into a job because, like, for me, I like going to the gym, but not like I just like going to the gym for that hour because it's like a like a therapy session. For yeah, me, you yeah, know? yeah. Go for an hour, knock it out, and then go home and go on with the rest of my day. You know. Yeah. But like, if you really love it, then you you can turn it into a career, and it sounds like that's what happened. Yeah, with you, you can. You really loved. Exactly. So it was I was always online. Um, I was you know on YouTube. I was on like bodybuilding.com. I was on this everything. Is, uh, I was trying to figure this is it before, out before uh, Instagram models were exactly. <laughs> yeah, bodybuilding.com. Oh, they're right everywhere now. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, so like you just Googled stuff yeah. and you just like researched, and that was my thing. It was did, just did like, you, did you see that diagram on bodybuilding.com would have the guy and the girl and they'd have like different body parts and yeah. they'd be like, I want to work out my yeah. back, and you click on the back, <laughs> and they would give you like a hundred fucking different back workouts. Yeah. And so it was just like, it was I know. When you when when I I literally so when when I moved to Austin it was like 2003, um, and where I was at there was a Gold's Gym, mm-hmm. so I joined, and you got like three free sessions when whenever you joined, and this trainer like made it a point to bust my ass, yeah, like I'm walking around campus like a zombie, like I can't move my legs, <laughs> so after that I'm like all right I you know I never wanted be that dude you know because i couldn't asshole. walk yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was like dude you're making it a point i i, I didn't say nothing about you like, like <laughs> right, damn right. he made it a point to just destroy me and i was just i like from disabled that point you on, for like yeah, a week <laughs> i couldn't dude i had to walk you know uh, like UT, how is this encouraging yeah, yeah. <laughs> ut campus is, is just a bitch it's like hills oh, yeah, yeah. and i remember like my freshman year like my calves are always like lit up yeah. i had to like phone roll my calves because it was just bad so i couldn't walk so i was like all right i don't want to be that dude Right, like yeah. I, I don't want to be that dude. Yeah. 
but from from that point on it was like all right i i used what he gave me his knowledge which was minimal <laughs> and then from that point on i just built on from that yeah so do you have like a certain style like your own personal training style or does it vary depending on the on what the person wants or what their goal is or what their body type is or like do you have like this style of training that you implement with most of the people that you work with so i pretty much gauge it on the client okay. right so because my clients range from i've trained 12 year olds and i've also really? trained like 80 year olds right wow. with 80 year olds obviously you're like just don't you're don't die like on running me. marathons and shit. yeah yeah like, just <laughs> take it easy don't pass yeah. out right, yeah, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. so yeah. You, it's just for the 80 year olds it's like don't want to push them too hard they just want to move like, right yeah, they just right, want right, to squat right. and they want to talk to you so yep. you have to just all right cool and then you have your your 20 year olds that are just like yeah i can do whatever those guys you you, you make it a point to just bust their ass every time yeah. you're like all right yeah. cool so i i utilize strength training i utilize compound movements kettlebells everything okay um the more that you can teach them the the better that they'll be um because i go in in, into a session and to with a new client knowing that i might not have this person for forever and my point is that to to try to teach you as much as you can to make you feel comfortable at any gym you go to so whether it's a 24 or a crossfit gym whatever i'm trying to help you not hurt yourself because what happens is people they're eager to, to start training and then they just get all this knowledge and they try stuff out. They're good for about a month and after that something happens. Mm-hmm. Right. They see no result or they hurt themselves and then that kinda they feel like I can't do this anymore. Right. So if I can teach you what to do, then hopefully you can just keep going Take and make that, yeah. yeah. Roll Take with the it. next step to just for sure. roll with it, right? Because yep. people when they come into the gym it's it's weird man it's like they're super confident outside they walk inside and they're like uh, i don't know what to do and you you know it's funny because you can tell when it's like somebody's like first day or like first couple of days at the gym yeah. where like they it's kind of they, you're you're like, like, timid. so timid, timid. Like, timid they don't want to touch anything or like walk yeah, well up. i don't know man like because so when i first started working out at a gym gym even like after college it was kind of intimidating to me well, man because you go in there yeah. and these people like you see people like shaking hands they know each other and stuff right. and i'm just, like this kid i'm just like fuck that guy's huge yeah. and like yep. you feel out of place it's like right. starting at a new school or something you yeah. know what i mean so it, it's kind of intimidating in that oh in that for sense. sure and like it's, it's good to have somebody like a trainer to kind of help you get over that first phase of like feeling that uneasiness or like that feeling comfortable the beginning, and, right and into it luckily i had a friend who was in football in high school and we went to college together and so like i would i only played like soccer and like track and we didn't lift weights in high school but like he had some experience lifting weights because he was in football, and so when whenever we started going to the gym in college, um, you know he was like, "All right, these are like, like these workouts that we used to do in football and, and this and that." And power and, cleans. And one of the things, right? One of the things that he was. <laughs> well, I mean, cleans. obviously, like you know, benching is like one of the first workouts yeah, yeah, that people yeah. do, yeah. you know. But I didn't want to do it, bro. It was so intimidating to me. I didn't want to bench. Like for six months that I I would go to the gym. I wouldn't bench. I would just do every other workout all on the same day. Like I would do fucking back and buys and tries and chest and everything on the same day. And it was just the same routine, but I wouldn't fucking, I wouldn't go to the bench press because it was so intimidating to me. I was like, dude, I'm sure. not going to embarrass myself, man. I don't want to go up. <laughs> yeah. there. Like, it's one know. of those. It's like, it's the bench. It's the squat. It's the deadlift. Right. It's like, yeah. that's for some reason, that's like the measure of your strength, <laughs> right. like, yeah. your right. manhood. You know right. what I mean? Like if you can, yeah. but if you can knock out like, 10 reps at 225 you're right. not a man so. right right but to me it's just like dude just like that's not what it's about you know exactly. it's about what makes you feel better right and you, you learn know? that when you keep yeah. going and yeah. going and you see like your own progress you're like it doesn't it's not about all these other fucking people whatever they lift it's just like your own progress that you're yeah. making you know because i've seen plenty of times like these cats coming in trying to squat 315 and i'm looking at them and i'm like man your back is just so mad at you <laughs> you know 
yeah. it's like or, or when yeah. they're or when they're 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 benching and it's like dude your shoulders are just taking over right so the people that that, that come in and everyone who just get you know put so much of an emphasis on those movements you're just like you know these yep. guys are just doing it wrong and it's right. just like a show it's like right. cool i'm gonna you know i'm gonna bench press like the like the 125 dumbbells and i'm like okay yeah. like, you know yeah cool like, can you even squat or right, can you can right. you touch your back kind of right. thing you know so yeah. and you wipe you, your own ass exactly <laughs> or they you just have to, like plates on plates on plates on right. leg press and they go down like 10 percent exactly. like, you should be going you know how many times i've seen i'm just yeah I'm just, I, I can't say anything because I'm, I'm trying to be a professional but i just I literally just want to be like stop like, right, you know, man. like i'll see dude. dudes across from me like not even hitting depth on the squat i'm like dude yeah. you are not doing anything good for yourself yeah. right and now, i think dude, like one of the biggest things like being in the gym for you know i mean i've been working out for a while but I guess when I first realized, like, it's not about what other people are doing. It's about, like, you, man. Yeah. So, like, yeah. don't pay attention to all these other dudes, right. you know? Like, do your thing. Yeah, you know? me personally. You're, you're bettering like yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's whatever you you need from, from that place, right? Yeah. Yep. Because, you know, a lot of people go, come in there and it's, um, and, you know, we, we, we come in and we have women coming in and telling us like i don't want to bulk up and then that's just like all right cool it's not that easy. is that one of the biggest up, like right? like oh, uh, misconceptions wanna, wanna or biggest things tone. lean and tone lean and tone is, 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 is fat ass yeah you know, like fat ass give me a fat ass he's like that girl potatoes i don't know it's like i can build you a booty but that doesn't it's not anything co close to being lean and tone right you know lean and tone is like you're not going to build curves lifting right. an eight pound barbell yeah. right. or an eight part you know what i mean yeah so it, it's that when they come in, they think they know what they want, and your job is to kind of like, here's what I know that you need, but I have to kind of disguise it with what for sure you think you need. Kind you got to right. put them on the right path, not the path right. they think they need. Yeah, and a lot of times they fight back, but you're like, you got to tell some of these people like, yeah. look, if if you could build muscle that easily, tell me because that's that I want to know. I had that thought exactly like uh, when I first started working out with my wife. She was like, but I don't want to like bulk up and stuff, and I was like, if it's that easy to bulk up, let me know what you're doing right. because I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You know, what are you taking? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, Herbalife. What, what do you Herbalife? Yeah. I'll take it. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's what we come up like nowadays. There's so much information and misinformation right and that's the biggest issue that we have as trainers is trying to help people that are coming in kind of sift through all this bullshit that they see either right. if it's on instagram or somebody told them something because somebody told them something For so sure. we have to literally break it down and be like or like bro science yeah so <laughs> You know, they have what like what I forgot what his name was on Instagram. That was like the bro science guy. That was just like just you know trying to the faux pas of everything. And it's just man, we're not the cave we're not cavemen right. anymore. You know, it's not you know I gotta do a chest day. I gotta do a back day. Like you will grow if you swing a kettlebell. Right. You will grow if you do deadlifts. Like it's just right. you have to be able to adapt. And that's like uh, when when you talk about like uh, the misinformation. Sometimes it's not really misinformation. Like it's just that different workouts work differently for different people. You know. Yeah. So some people are like they try to sell you this like if you do this workout you will get these results a hundred percent like guaranteed and that's just bullshit. That's just bad marketing. Like yeah. they're just lying to people. But like you know I can do my workout and it'll it'll be effective for me. But that's based off of years and re years of my own research and I'm like I did this workout it felt good for me and I saw results so I kept doing that but yeah. it doesn't mean yeah. that if so, Mike does it it's, he's going to have the same results you for know sure. what I mean we have different bodies Everybody, that, that brings different. up another another question for me like you were talking about like they're trying to sell you this one workout man how do you feel about like like online trainers when they give you like a workout plan and stuff like that like is that kind I, of a joke 
Um, I feel like it's kind of a joke. It's definitely that's a joke. A, that's a, it's like a 50-50, right? I wouldn't so, fall for it. So there's some that if you look at their credentials, they're actually credentialed, right? They have like uh, a, a, a like they got a kinesiology degree and if you have certifications. And then you have some that, you know, competed mm-hmm. in some, you know, a bodybuilding competition or a, a bikini competition. And yep. all of a sudden they know how to build a program. It's like, no, you pretty much just okay. went based on what some what professional you. gave yeah. you yeah. and you expounded on it a little bit and created it as your own. Because yeah. my favorite is when you see on Instagram, these people are like, you know, buy my boot, booty building program right. for $10. <laughs> And you look, and then like six months later, they're like, "Oh, I'm now a certified personal trainer." And you're like, "What? what? <laughs> like you were that? selling me for the past six months this, this right. booty program, and all of a sudden now you're a certified trainer? Yeah. Like, where did all that knowledge come from?" Right. So you have to kind of like dig and see who these people really are. Do your homework. Yeah, it's it's just it's almost to the point where like anybody can get any anything from from any of them but it's yeah. like where are you getting this from right. hey sure. so uh like working in the gym what's like one of the craziest things you've ever seen you see motherfuckers pass out all like the time they, they, they lift oh, they try anybody to shit themselves like, in the squat rack yeah, yeah, yeah like when you're yeah deadlifting so like stuff, I've, yeah. I've tried to squat like i think i almost got to 405 and i had to take a step down because like even one of my old trainers was like well you're gonna be okay i'm like i hope so <laughs> yeah. i've seen people pass out um you see people like obviously like hurt themselves pretty bad yeah. um, and try and play it off yeah <laughs> you know especially the simple thing like a box jump right yeah. you know like we had these old school metal ones where people would just jump and miss and just completely scrape uh, their oh, shins, shins. Yeah. yeah so they're downstairs like should i go to the er and i'm always like you could but that's gonna be like a 1500 like you know emergency Right. ambulance ride so yep. you might not want to you, you could just throw some dirt on no, it but i yeah. can see your shin bones so <laughs> yeah it's like think about going to the could uber 50 50 right now yeah, yeah. like i would just yeah. say uber is cheaper. Yeah, just uber. yeah it's still, still yeah. cheaper if you uber but you see you see crazy things and you know we try as best as we can to kind of help them and be like hey why don't you try this but people are going to be stubborn you, yeah. you know they're not going to want to listen because they're just like I want to try it this way, and this is how yeah, it's yeah. gonna work. So you gotta let him go. I'm like, all right, so cool. Have you ever, uh, have you ever had a client that you were just like, fuck, this guy's coming in. I don't want to train this guy. Like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike we've, all, yeah. <laughs> we've all had clients like that. We've all a lot of it. I think it's it's the the, the just the personality, you know, yeah. like between mm-hmm. you and that client. Like it just so doesn't. You, so you've never mesh. had to like fire a client. Uh, I personally haven't had to, but I've had trainers that have had to be yeah. like, all right, we, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just. You're, you're so in a real it's literally like, like it's, it's a relationship with, with the client where they'll text you issues and they'll text you random stuff oh, so dude. if you're not comfortable with it or yeah. if it gets out of control it's like i don't expect you to be buddy buddy with all your clients mm-hmm. like our personalities aren't going to yeah, mesh so sure. we just have to find somebody else so yeah there, there have been times when you're just like okay woosa like yeah. i'm about to get blamed for everything for the <laughs> next 50 minutes like as to why this person's not getting their goals and you're like well you, you're telling me that you're eating pizza right you go to mexican restaurants but i'll take the blame so whatever do you, do you make yourself available outside of the gym like do they hit you up like hey can i eat this yeah or, yeah? Like, yeah why does why does my shit look like this why is it why does my shit look like this not that in depth you know, like, uh, talk to your doctor yeah. but um so you know, diet some, plans yeah those are a big deal yeah okay i mean diet plans uh i have clients that will text me like hey, I you know like they travel, so they're at they're at their uh, hotel gym and they're just taking pictures and like, can you what write can me something real, real quick? Oh shit! And I'm dude. just like, dude, cool. so you're working twenty four seven for those people. Yeah. Damn. 
I mean, because that's what they're paying for, right? right. They're, it, it's more than what, because, uh, you know, nowadays what, what's happening is there's a shift where before, when you got certified as a personal trainer, it was all about the body mechanics. It was about mm-hmm. the science of it. Right. Slowly, what has happened is it's become more of a behavioral change kind of concept. It's about coaching. It's about, you know, like digging, psychology. Yeah, the psychology of everyone. So it's not about like, you know, it's not about just what you do in the gym. It's about what you do outside. You're in the gym for about an hour, an hour and a half. It's about the rest of the time. Yeah, so right. there's been this this cosmic shift of we have to focus on what these people are thinking and how they're feeling and how they're acting outside on their on, on their own. Mm-hmm. So it's about, you know, being a coach for them, not just in, in those 50 to, to, you know, 60 minutes that you're with them, but outside also. It's interesting, man. That's That, that makes... Uh, it makes it seem a lot more difficult than what you know yeah, like, yeah for sure it is yeah. it is because you, you have to learn you know obviously you can't prescribe the same thing to everybody yep. you can't talk mm-hmm. to everybody the same way and you can't you know certain clients are at a point in their lives where you know their first step was to walk into the gym they're not ready for all the other stuff so for you have sure. to take it as that all right let's just, just focus on that mm-hmm. you know that's that's their first step and then so, certain clients are just ready to go and then boom and then you start talking to them about the small changes and they're like, oh crap, I wasn't ready for that. Right. So you have to be able to be you know, malleable as a trainer to be like, all right, with you, I'm gonna go all out and this is what we're gonna do. With you, I gotta take it back a few steps. So you just have to, it's like, that's the change in the industry right now. So it's basically, yeah. it's not just about, I'm gonna write you a workout and that's gonna be right. that. There's more than just a workout. Here's like a personal, I want a personal tip, man. Like, how do you keep people motivated? Like, sometimes, man, it's just t- difficult for me to just get in the gym, man. It's yeah. just like I'm just like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah. Like, how do how do you you know how do you motivate somebody? How do you motivate yourself? You know, how, how does that? Go? Um, it's it's with me. It's it's just personal experience where I know at night I'm not working out, right? It's either early morning, which I find has, has been working pretty well, or mid afternoon. And that's when I'm going to go in. So with, with some people, it's just that conversation is like, hey, do you feel like you have more energy in the morning or is it at night or afternoon? It's, um, you know, what do you feel motivates you the most? Is it the results? Is it just moving? Is it, you know, being in here? So you, you just have to kind of just talk to your client, kind of figure out where they're at. For sure. Right. Uh, do you do you feel that like sense of pressure whenever you get a new client and you're like if this guy doesn't see results or this girl doesn't see results like it's going to be on me or do you see it like hey i'm giving you the information this is the plan if you don't follow it if you don't get results that's more like yep. a you deal yeah. i i know um when i first started i felt like it's all on me right yeah. like i gotta come up with the best right. workout best like program this guy's got a like brad pitt and fight yeah, club or i'm exactly shit. It's like, <laughs> he has to lose at least six pounds in two weeks Damn. or in one week right. so there's from only that, so much that you can control exactly though. so right. i can what i can control i'm gonna do my best at right yeah. so i'm yeah. gonna write you your, your your plan i'm gonna talk to you about your nutrition i'm gonna be here for you when you mm-hmm. have questions when you're at a restaurant he's like can i eat this can i eat that at some point you have to take responsibility as a client okay right there's there's i only see you for 50 minutes twice a week three times a week the rest of the time it's on you so you lay that in the foundation of your first conversation with them it's like i'm going to provide you the best service possible but i need you in turn to do as best as you can 
there are going to be times when we're going to struggle because lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. Or if you're bus- if, if you're a professional, you're, you're traveling. There's only so much you can do when you travel. Yeah. So we're going to work with that. But as long as you know that I'm doing my best and I know that you're doing your best, then we're going to go with flow. Right. You know, if you lose together. if you lose five pounds, you lose five pounds. If you lose two, you lose two. But we're losing, and we're we're trying to make a change for for the best. Do you ever run into um, the case where? you're trying to work with a client and they're just not seeing results at all and you're you're trying different things you just can't find something that works for them yeah if you're open in the the whole process if you're like hey let's try this or tell like if they see that you're actually trying your best um because like the first thing that i try to do is kind of when it comes to nutrition is i put try to put them on my fitness plan my fitness pal or some kind of like diary right so like let's see what you're eating um so for some people, it's like that's an easy thing to do. Just I'm gonna jot down what I'm eating because I eat the same stuff stuff all the time. If they see that you're trying and that when things change for them, that you're trying to adapt to, to that, there's no real pushback, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people after a while just know, hey, it's just like my lifestyle is what it is. Like I've changed. I'm doing a lot better. I'm drinking less. I'm smoking less. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, sleeping more. It's yeah. just I can't control everything. You yeah. know, I have plenty of doctors and you know er doctors that have crazy hours nurses and 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 surgeons so they know that's like i can only control so much no for sure you know so after for them like a workout isn't so much about losing 30 pounds but it's more like let me feel better about myself for sure so if they see it as that and they stop caring so much about the numbers because the numbers are important but not if you don't measure your success through your numbers. Yeah. If you if it's about like how you feel and how your life is from now on, then that's more important than just I lost two percent or one percent. Sweet. Yeah. Do you have like pet peeves? Like you like something that you see that people do in the gym that just like irks you, or is just like, damn, dude, like that's bad etiquette, or that's like everything. Yeah, like everything <laughs> bothers me. Let me ask you this. So I always have this one guy. He's coming. I mean, I see him at the. I see him three four times a week. He's come up to me three times now. Hey, how many sets do you have left? I hate that question. Is that a bad question to ask? Um, I mean, so the issue nowadays is people's phones, right? Yeah. So, like, when they're on the machine and you, you're looking at them and you're like, I'm finishing up my set, I need to get on that machine, and that dude's been on his phone the whole time. And he's got, yeah. So you have to be like, hey, man, how many more do you have? Yeah. Can I work in with you? So most people are going to be, like, cool with it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just work in. There's Some people are going to be assholes. Yeah. going to be like, I got three more. Can I work with him? And Matthew was like, I got three more. And you're just like, damn. All right, I'm going to go over here. And- yeah. I'll be like in between sets, just sitting there, not even looking at my phone, just like looking at the mirror, just seeing what's going on around. Yeah. Just, hey, man, how many sets do you have left? Yeah. I don't know. I don't count, man. Yeah. So, that's my <laughs> so, answer. You're gonna, so that's the same asshole that doesn't re-rack his weights. Right. That's the same asshole that wants to use like five equipment pieces of equipment at the same time. Oh. So. Whatever. Yeah, how do you feel about yellers, bro? Grunters. grunters. I don't mind yeah. grunting if you're lifting heavy. If you're if you're That's curling <laughs> if you're curling a forty five uh, like a forty five pound bar and you're like uh, I'm like oh, please stop like just just breathe you, yeah. you'll be okay just, just breathe you know like you don't have to grunt for that much weight. I hate the grunters and the counters at the same time. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know there is this, there's, oh. you know there's always a faux pas of like doing doing curls on a squat rack like please stop like somebody wants to do a squat right. you know or what about the girl that's pushing down on the di- on the assisted dip machine yeah is that acceptable or is that a no no 
That's just funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just fun. sit back and you're just like, oh, my yeah. goodness. You know, there are certain things that you just, you know, you go, you've, you've grown accustomed to and right. you just sit back and watch. You're just yeah. like, I look real judgy, but <laughs> whatever. You know, I'm just going to roll with it. It doesn't really matter to me. As long as nobody's like, if they're blatantly about to hurt themselves, yeah. then we'll intervene and be like, dude, you're about to bust your back in half. Right. <laughs> if, if it's at that point, we'll try to talk to them and be like, hey, yeah. let me help you with this. Um, it's all in the approach, right? If you're just like, you know, when I first started, it's funny, the shift, when I first started, it was like this, uh, I had two weeks of orientation and um, I swear, like, the dude was just, he could, like, sell used cars. I was like, dude, how are you in fitness? It's just just so weird to me. And it was literally like, yeah, just walk up to the person and be like, hey, man, you're doing this wrong. Let's do it this way. Like, what? Like, God, that doesn't work that way, man. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, (laughs) don't talk to me. Yeah. I've witnessed on several occasions people come up to somebody and offer, like, unsolicited advice. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, holy shit, that's kind of rude, you know? Yeah. I saw this heavier set guy punching the punching bag, and some little warrior dude comes up to him and just like, hey, man, let me show you how to punch. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Exactly how. So, so he came in with that wrong approach. Yeah. Like, let me show you how to punch. So, there's like, you you know, certain ways that you can approach the person Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, you know, um, I see how you're punching. Do you mind if I show you yeah. a way to kind of get more power from your hips instead of just your shoulders? Right. You know, right. something like that. Like when they're deadlifting, hey, do you mind if I show you how to deadlift where you're not really twerking your back? Your back? Yeah. yeah, so you don't hurt yourself. Yeah, so yeah. like you know, with the thing with deadlifts is most people, most people have issues where the bar gets too close to their shins, mm-hmm. and you're like you're bleeding from your shin. Do you mind if I show you? Yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. So if you're coming at them with like not trying to be alpha male mm-hmm. they're pretty receptive to it but right. if you're coming in alpha male let me show you how to bench you're like yeah good luck with that yeah, yeah. my so, gym is pretty interesting as you can tell yeah yeah so it's, uh... it's it's just you just have to be you know if your intention is to help someone you just have to show that you yeah. know like i'm just trying to help you hey so do you want to plug uh like where you work and stuff like that so i work at the uh, 24 hour fitness at rice village um i don't know just the dopest <laughs> gym around <laughs> Uh, and you're you're running that motherfucker. I, I am running that joint. Yeah, we <laughs> have dope. about yeah. You said as congrats, of next man. week, as of so I'm officially on Saturday. So tomorrow okay, is tomorrow. my official Shoot. official first day. But Damn. you know, I've been around there for like five years. It's a uh, it's a. Yeah, uh, can I get like a seven day pass or something? Can you get, get a, a one day, day pass, pass and I can right? bust your ass? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 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 a cool gym. We have like a, an interesting vibe. It's like you know we have our power lifters all of a sudden because we got yeah. you know all those racks and we have our, our platforms and then we have people that have been committed for years and it, you know constant has been around since they were like ballys and yeah. then before it's, that it's kind of funny because I've, I've been i've gone there for what like three years now yeah. three or four years and you see like over the years you see like this one person who's gone you know for two three years and then they just like disappear like oh, i wonder what happened to that guy like did yeah move or what happened and then like it just kind yeah. of cycles like the our gym is interesting because of where it's located so like right next door there's a kaplan yeah. so we'll have and then we're close to rice so we'll have this shift in the summertime everybody comes in and it's mostly college students and then when um and it's back to school boop, disappears yeah so it, it's an interesting gym um it's a city gym there's not a lot of traffic so it's not like you know in katie where it's just like a massive neighborhood and people just walk in all the time like we have to literally have to like get people in there Mm. um but i'm pretty much confident that we have you know like the best trainers in the whole company and it's a it's a pretty dope gym we we do you know we have our olympic lifting guys we have our power lifting guys we have you know like a crossfit people we we have everything so it's a 
It's a cool place to go. So are most clientele walk-ins, or how do you guys find everybody? So we have um, walk-ins, so people that mm-hmm. you know came in, bought a membership, and got interested in training. We have referrals, so you know, hey, my coworker or my sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like one of my trainers trains the dad, and then the son trains with somebody else, and the other son. So it's like a family thing, also. Yeah. Cool. So it's a little bit of everything. So it's like awesome. the most. Uh, what do you enjoy most about your job, man? I, I would imagine that seeing a transformation of somebody yeah. is like pretty gratifying. Yeah, helping people, um, you know, being able to have someone come in shy, completely clueless about things, and after a year or two, they're just like super confident. They're going to gyms and they're, you know, sometimes they enter competitions like a, like a bikini competition or a powerlifting competition. So we have that, you know, that shift in, in people's mentality that they start all of a sudden to accept this new role of like I'm gonna be fit like this is what I'm gonna do yeah because you know Houston is like we're a fat ass city <laughs> like yeah, one of the fattest we're like if it's not yeah. it's between us and like some somewhere in Mississippi or Detroit <laughs> Corpus was up there too for a while yeah. Corpus Christi Corpus Christi yeah. 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 but we were, we were number one for uh, teen pregnancies though well, yeah, no shit sure. back in it's the day it's called everybody getting it in Corpus yeah you know <laughs> out of shape but still smashing whatever right, baby. whatever <laughs> so it's 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 a cool shift to see yeah um, yeah. We see people, you know, we have people from the medical center that, that come over and you like mm-hmm. post cancer and we, we help them out. Yeah, that's, um, that's cool, man. So it, it, it's a g- pretty cool gym to, to, to go to and kind of see that, like the dynamic of people. And, For like, sure. People that have been around forever. For sure, man. Oh, cool. shit, man. That's awesome. That's good. It's awesome that you get to do something that you love, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, I mean, just talking to you, like, we can tell you fucking Passionate all about, about this yeah. shit. Yeah, man. And then, you know, after a while, it's like people are like, how do you still do it? Because, you know. I've been waking up at 4 a.m. for the past five years, you know, yeah. four, I, I do 5 a.m. till like eight. Sometimes I go to nine. And you knock out your, your workout before you go into your shift? I or, or you do try it in the, the middle. You oh, know? Okay. So like okay. I, I've suffered from my workouts because, you know, my 2 p.m. workout, if I've been here since 5 a.m., you know, like I've been yeah. working nine hours straight. Yeah. So I have to like, that's where my mentality shift happened, where I was yeah. like, all right, so, you know, today I might not be able to go all bro and go heavy. Right. So I got to shift and do some stuff to just just to move. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, you know, people ask me, like, how have you been able to do it for so long? It's just like you just have to adapt. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's worth it. You're helping people and, you know, they're they're making it a point to make it a part of their life. So I'm like, screw it. I might as well make it my. Yeah. Right. Sweet, man. Sweet. Cool, man. You guys have any anything else for Felipe? No. No. Good. Sweet, Sweet man. All right, we'll cool. move on to the next topic. Now, if we can join us in our. Yes. usual sort of spiel uh jc's actually new here too i mean he's never been here he's filling in for marlon jc's uh, i've known him for a while we used to play in bands together and stuff like that and jc still does a lot of stuff with music and i guess one thing i wanted to ask jc is like man we've been in it i mean we, we used to be in a band and we used to you know just be in your garage and your grandma's garage and write music that way <laughs> oh, i'd be on the guitar you'd be on your drum good old you know, days you'd be on the drums yeah um and jc was actually in a band. he moved to california you got signed you're in a band you toured a little bit and uh, I mean, now you're kind of doing something completely different, right? Would you? Yeah, solo production, well, co-production with other producers that I find online and stuff. So it's a lot of fun, going from playing an actual live instrument and going to uh, production on a computer is mm-hmm. completely different. Yeah, you know, you have to figure out, you know, what's the best plugin, what's the best software to use to record those songs for the artists. I mean, what questions do you guys have? I think, dude, the main thing is, is, um, do you think like music now, just because of the platforms you have in social media and uh, 
you know, you're able to just have a laptop with some, some applications in there, some software. It's pretty easy in my mind. It's pretty easy to kind of crank out music. Do you think that has kind of hindered the music industry any or? Um, in a sense it has, but I, I would say it's helped out the industry more so because you have all these resources online. You know, you have 17 year olds cranking out platinum hits like with Juice World and stuff like, wow, this kid made it in his parents' attic, you know, like, <laughs> wow, all in software, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, not know? for sure. Yeah, I mean, but I kind of, the way I feel about it, man, is just, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard for me to find, <laughs> I, I'm a traditionalist, man. Yeah. I mean, like when we grew up, it was like mixtapes. It was for like, sure, you, got, you have to hustle. Nowadays, like yeah. SoundCloud, right. yeah. <laughs> something. I mean, production comes more yeah. so from the so software. I, I can see like you, you have a chance of, of getting more people. And so you can discover like a diamond in the rough or something right you can because absolutely. there's so much more people you know putting music out there but at the same time there's a lot of there's a lot more people putting bad there's stuff out there more, too there's right. a lot more trash I mean, you know. i don't know how you guys feel like oh yeah because like the barrier to entry now it's easier to make a song now than ever before yeah. right before I mean, you have to have a studio you have to fucking know and that was tough man because you had to, you had to like me and jc recorded back in the day man you guys when you're in college or high school or whatever man yeah. you guys don't make much money yeah, yeah, at yeah, all yeah, so you have really to save up and you go right. to the studio which is really expensive you want to you know quality stuff right and so now it's a little bit easier. You just have a computer, you get some software, and you're able to create something, right? It is. And I think for these kids starting out, you know, they have a lot of resources, like I said, about YouTube, watching instructional videos. True, very true. That's the biggest thing. If you have the software in front of you, all the gear, all the equipment, you still have to have the mind. You have to have the creative mind to go in and say, you know what? I have this clean slate. I'm going to go and make a song out of this. At the end of the day, it's all about what you apply yourself to. So Tom, Tom was telling me um, that you make beats now right like that's one of the things production that you do, yeah right and so and you upload those beats to like an app or, or people can purchase these beats from an app or they're exclusive so um yeah how does that work well you can explain that <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a website that i use called track train and you have to submit your music to it to get accepted to the website first because they don't want anybody just yeah just, you know uploading okay. samples that are stolen they want you know mm -hmm. original samples you created mm -hmm. stuff that's not trash basically so I get on there, I'll upload a beat, and uh, you can either lease the MP3, where the artist doesn't own it, you own all the rights, but they can use the song to make a song of their own, or you can sell them an exclusive where they have rights, and you can decide to split the percentages of 50-50 or whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. So it's really just a place for you to let people hear your music, buy your music, or just lease it out. So I'm sure everybody's heard of uh, Old Town Road. That's oh like the yeah, fucking number I one hate that song. Billboard song right now. I hate that like, song. So so yeah. this this kid, the guy that made the song, um, he actually purchased that beat off of an app. <laughs> oh really? And uh, that 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 app that startup is based out of Austin. And uh, oh, I read Beat this, Stars. I don't I don't remember the name of the actual app. I remember reading an article about it, but it was like in the Austin like you know, times or whatever. And I, and I was clicking through it and I, I read it and it was like, yeah, it was, it was an app that was created in Austin based out of Austin. And this kid found that app, that beat on that app. He liked it. He purchased it somehow or licensed it or, yeah. and then, uh, and, and he made the number one song in the fucking country just based off of this app, you know, this beat he found on an app, which is pretty, I mean, there's certain way about that, man. I mean, it's pretty, I mean, but there's something about it, right? Like that, that this, that it was that easy and it wasn't easy, but it was easier for him to do that. And, and, and like another thing for me, man, I just like, you don't have to be as talented. I I, got, I guess I'm just such a traditionalist, man, but like you have auto tune now, so you don't really even have to be a good singer, you know, mm. it's it just, I feel, you know, I grew up with like old school, you know, like old tribe, like tribe called quest, mm -hmm. Nas, like those guys. But I feel like nowadays it's, it's you have to give credit to these young cats that are, you know, 
it's like I'm gonna find a way to get into the door. Mm-hmm. Right. And after that, once I get in, it's like, can my music withstand mm-hmm. the test of time? Because you know, you still have people still have to like your stuff. Yeah. It's like, like Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So like, even if it's shit, people like it. You know, yeah. people liked shit back in the day. So right. it was like, okay. You still have it's to do the work. Well, yeah, it's different. Yeah, shit. They, they, they were shit. able to tap into the culture. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so they were it's like, it's like yeah. nowadays. It's like with with you know social media and how that is. It's like it's obviously it seems like it's easier, but I feel like you know after a while, like we as consumers can kind of sift through what's good and what's not. This is true Very because true. music at the end of the day is subjective. You know, just because I think a song is good doesn't mean right. you're gonna think it's good. So you have to deviate from the norm a little bit kind of experiment with sounds and different things and if it doesn't work it doesn't work not for sure you know that's just how music is putting trap country was a thing i don't know i mean yeah (laughs) i mean like would i compare some (laughs) of you guys to what we used to like what i used to listen to to grow up hell no like they they would get crushed but i can still as a consumer be like all right you guys are you're doing something you know what i mean like you're you're you're, you're trying i don't know maybe maybe I guess for me, man, like I, 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 I try to find new music to listen to and it's never really the, the, the older I get. And I guess more recent times, man, I, it's harder for me to find something that I truly yeah. love. And like albums aren't a thing anymore, man. Like albums were that, you know, you would talk about how great an album was and now that doesn't really exist. Cause people are, are coming up. They want one-offs, you know, like they want to hit right. just one yeah. hit. That's all that matters. Cause you just put one song on Spotify and it hits, it hits, you know what I mean? And, and it's completely changed. It, yeah, it's, like they're, they're, it's just like they're shotgunning. Like, just put out as much as you can, as much music as you can, and hopefully one hits, yeah. and then you fucking take off from there. So what, just what's like, kind of funny, though, is, like, the established artists, the artists who don't need to make any more money because they've made a shit ton of money already, like, they're still all about the album, and yeah. they're putting out albums. Mm-hmm. But people who are trying to the make next it, generation. like, yeah, people who are trying to make it as, as like, pop stars now right. are the ones who are focusing on like those singles like right yeah they're on the ground looking for a timeless like song yeah, yeah. like he was saying earlier you got to find that sound that's going to like last you know yeah. the test of time but uh recently i had the pleasure of having a uh, producer who's produced out here in houston uh for slim thug uh Damn. gosh who else who two chains <laughs> two chains <laughs> slim thug designer dude. uh we had a guy from dallas his name is lone star ap he's an up-and-coming rapper uh, he sounds like G-Eazy, kind of, the same kind of flow. And uh, so I had him in my studio, my home studio, with another producer that I met in Dallas. And uh, we co-produced a song with him. Taught me a lot of stuff, like how to mix, how to match your bass with your, you know, with your kicks, level everything. And it's just crazy, you know. They do works in the studio with Mike Dean, mm-hmm. who is recording uh, Madonna's newest album. So cool. it's cool to pick somebody's brain Still who, uh, music <laughs> you know, it's it's just nuts to be able to pick He's somebody's like, brain. Shane, Shane gonna die, bro. Yeah, 60 something. Yeah, Shane gonna die. Yeah. She She's gonna get like redhead for about 10 years yeah. and then change it up again. <laughs> so, I mean, what are the differences now, man, like in between like what you were doing back then and now like how is 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 there some sort of like similarity or is it just completely different like how is jc was a drummer he's a really good drummer and so now he doesn't really drum much anymore like I would, and, and, and he doesn't have a drum set in front of him right i mean i would say it's more so different because you still have to have the musical creativity aspect of everything but the only thing that's really helped me there is a sense of rhythm and being able to keep time because it all relies on the drums mm-hmm. so uh just doing everything on a keyboard on a screen with software it was more of a learning curve for me to just sit there and say, you know what, I have this blank canvas in front of me. Where am I going to start with this idea? So mm-hmm. I had to figure out what am I going to do when I get to the keyboard in front of me? Am I going to set my tempo first, find a scale to play in? So you have to find a workflow that's comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's finding a tempo, finding the melody, 
finding the key I want to play in. Yeah. All that good stuff. JC was showing me his shit earlier, man. He brought his computer over and he was showing me like his software stuff. It's crazy, man. Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a musician, but I'm not that kind of musician, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a lot I'm of just, work. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, man. Completely, it's just a completely different world, I guess. Because I I pick up my guitar and I'll just strum it, I'll find a melody, I'll maybe add some lyrics, you know. And that's kind of how my writing goes, man. I just fuck around with the guitar, right? Yeah. And that what JC does is kind of crazy because it's a lot more calculated, right? There's a lot more, you know, there's a lot more math that goes right. into it. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's do. not, it's not for me. It's just like feel. Like I just grab a guitar and I feel something and I play it. JC is, I mean, props, man, because that shit looks diff. It looks pretty rough, man. And you don't think it does, but it, it looks pretty, pretty difficult. The biggest thing is to make the music sound natural and not like a like a robot or computerized. So you have to add human like feel to it. I mean, like earlier, I was telling you about velocity and adding different things to the notes. So stuff like that pretty cool that's wild man anything Sweet. else on that on music no i mean today well, versus yesterday what's <laughs> up i mean like with the rise of instagram you see so much more talent that before yeah it would take or youtube, years. Social YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah justin bieber that motherfucker was yeah he was like 12 you know, on yeah, youtube so it's now like, that dude's like yeah, yeah whatever but I mean, he's, he's popular yeah, you know what i mean, I mean like how big he is there's it's there's so much talent out there that we you know, back in the day, you would never see. They never like, would have had yeah, a chance. They would have needed that, like that one opportunity, and yeah, that it was, one off, off chance that I met someone that might know someone. You know, for what sure, I mean? you had to be at the right place at yeah. the right time so and like, know the right people, or else it was never yeah, going to happen. Like it, you could have hustled your 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 whole entire life if you hadn't met that one person that one time. It and you could have been super fucking talented yeah. and a superstar, but you just never met that right and person. Then, right. Nowadays, it's like word of mouth and sharing, and it's like. You know, you like I said, you got to sift through a lot of shit, but you're gonna find some really dope people out there with a lot of talent that yeah. just For sure. before you would never see. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Shit. So there's pros and cons. Yeah. I mean, I've been on Instagram before scrolling. I'm like, wow, that dude sounds amazing. So I'll hit him up and say, hey, can I send you some songs? And they'll send it back to me. I'm like, wow, this guy is a diamond in the rough. That's how I found this right. one guy in Dallas. Yep. So nice. Internet's powerful, man. Oh, absolutely, man. Completely different it's the world. Biggest tool. Nice. Completely different world. Yeah. Hey, so I think uh, both of our guests this week are like hockey aficionados. Yeah, and so. usually we, we're <laughs> we've, uh, we're we're usually very like focused on football and soccer because right. that's what the sports we like just love here. But hockey, both of you guys are huge hockey I fans. Do love some hockey, yeah, absolutely. And so we were we had a was a debate a couple episodes ago. It was like you know which sport produces the best athletes, and uh, I was actually talking to my other buddy, uh, Mike. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> um, and he was like, dude, hockey has the best athletes. Did you ever think of that? And I thought about it, and I was like, man, that makes a lot of sense because it sounds really difficult. Skating in itself, you know, by itself is a really difficult thing to do, at least for me. I've tried skating a few times. Pretty difficult, man. Well, but skating while doing all this other shit. Yeah, right. You know, okay, that's head slammed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you have to have your head up. So skating is one thing, right? Having a stick in your hand with a puck. If you don't have your head up, you can get your shit rocked <laughs> yeah. instantly. And a puck's like what? How big is that? Like a, f- a few inches? It's a little disc, it's like a coaster almost. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think hockey players are the best athletes? Or, um, I always revert back to. I'm also a big big soccer fan. Um, Brazilian, right? Brazilian, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. You have no choice. You're born into it. Yeah, you're born into it. I feel like soccer players in certain positions are you. They're the best athletes, right? They're out there running. They're they run like. You know, six to seven miles. You get along with Marlon. Marlon. You get along with Marlon. We had this debate. (laughs) Yeah, so they're 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 running. You know, constantly. The thing with soccer is, 
you know, there's no substitutions. When there is, you're out of the game. Like hockey, you have, you know, shifts mm-hmm. and like yeah, first yeah. line. So it's like, cool, you're busting your ass for like, you know, a certain amount of time and then you're you're switching. Hockey players, I will say, have the best hand-eye coordination, mm-hmm. reaction time. Like that is insane. Like when it comes to a goalie, like the amount, like the seconds that, you know, from, from when, when the puck is in the stick to the, like when the time it's up here and you have to react somehow, that to me is like impressive. Like that's yeah. the reaction time that those goalies need, and and you know, and you have a hard ass puck coming around, and you know, like like we were talking about, like you know, with with the Boston series, like the dude broke his jaw, and then the Came next game, up. he's 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 playing. How did he break his jaw? <laughs> the puck hit him right in the jaw. <laughs> it, it, hit, it, hit, it tipped right off his stick, bounced yeah. up, and knocked Damn. the fuck oh, out of his face. No. Yeah. So he so, came back out on the bench really? with a fishbowl around him. So yeah. I was like, holy he fuck, this guy. Yeah, yeah. He stayed in the game. So right now it's the NHL championship. Yeah, Stanley yeah. Cup no, final. Stanley okay. So, like, he literally took a knee. There was, like, blood all over the ice. Oh, yeah. And then he kind of, like, woozied his way back and then came back out with, like, the old school, like, like you know, Mighty Ducks kind of kind of. I, I kind of, like, man, I kind of respect hockey. I mean, we never even think about hockey, right? Because right? we're not big hockey fans. We didn't grow up hockey fans, and that's why, I mean, I guess it's pretty regional. Like, you have to be exposed to it in order to become a fan. Right. But, yeah. but like, hockey has all of the elements that I like in, no, in and a game. But I was going to get to next. that I don't like it. Oh, I mean, I don't watch it, but like, I feel like I should because I like I like fluid games like soccer. Soccer is my yeah. favorite sport. It has like the grace of soccer, like, and then it has like the brutality of, of football. football. You know? right. you can, yeah. You're physical. literally allowed to fight somebody. Right. You know? right. Yep. You and I love fight. boxing. So it's like, yeah. like your it's fight. Like yeah. Yeah. It's like, everything that I love. Fight might not look pretty, but you're allowed to fight. Yeah. I think it's because yeah. I don't like the cold. I think that's all it is. <laughs> like, that's my mental block. That's the thing. Like, if you want to really learn about a sport, my nipples are hot. You have to uh, like you have to be in, in in the region where it's loved, right? Right. Yeah. So if you really want to love, learn about hockey, go to Boston, go to Chicago, go to yeah. Philly, Canada, go to Canada. all the original team cities, yeah. Detroit. Like that's where you have to go. Like they love they they live hockey. Like that's where you have to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same thing with with soccer in the U.S. Like I don't you know don't expect to love soccer if you're in like. You know Houston, we're we're just so bad. We're we're, we're like fair weather fans here in Houston. No, if you want to know, you know what it's like, go to Portland, go to Seattle, go to those cities. Yeah. Like that's where you're gonna see. Like go to a live game. Like that's when you really learn what that sport is. For sure, man. For me, I mean, I grew up in the middle of nowhere in South Texas, and soccer's not really that big a deal there. Mm-hmm. But uh, we talked about it before. Like whatever, what drew me in was like the World Cup, man. How like there's all these countries and they come together and it's like this big party and it was crazy to me, man. It was like the Olympics, but on steroids. Yeah. So that's kind of like what drew me. And I didn't grow up in like in an area where, where soccer was even thought of, man, but it was just like, I think I watched what the 2002 world cup. And I was like, this is so cool. What drives me crazy with Americans and soccer is <laughs> their concept of, Oh, it's so boring. It's like one, nothing. I'm like, Wait a minute, y'all watch baseball, right? <laughs> like, please, y'all like, love or golf. even in football, man. Yeah. There's like they, a play lasts what ten seconds and it right. stops, goes to commercial. Yeah. yeah. So t- to me, it's I'm like, like kickoff and then commercial. Exactly. Somebody gets CTE and that's exactly. But my biggest thing is like in in baseball, you're literally praising someone who makes another person not score for nine innings. Right. So the score yeah. can literally be one nothing, but he's like the best player ever because it's it's a no hitter. So how That's, do you compare that with soccer where 
you know, baseball, no hitter is like a game of catch. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah. the same thing. That's true. Explain yeah. it that way. Like, if you see the best thing ever in baseball, which is like a no hitter, yeah, it's you're a just, game of you're, catch. You're just watching two dudes play catch. <laughs> yeah, two dudes are playing, <laughs> yeah. and then one guy's like trying just to swing, missing. but it's like, damn, like, I can't make well, I mean, it. What, what do you do, do, you do in center field? Like, all these guys are stationary. <laughs> you're watching guys standing for the majority of the game. Baseball players are the worst athletes. How about that? I'll say this I played catcher growing up. Golfers, bro. I played high school baseball. <laughs> and I played catcher, and I'll tell you what, I took They're a couple hits to the back of the head with a bat, man. Yeah. That shit sucks. Oh, it, no. It's just, so, worst. like, oh, no. soccer to me, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be low scoring, whatever, but there's always fluidity. It's always Hockey, about what's happening yeah. on the field. Hockey, it's like, yeah. there's no stopping. No. Like, it's just constant. Like, my biggest issue is, like, where the hell is the puck? Like, ah. <laughs> no, that's hard. So when yeah. they try that shit with, like, when they, they try to, like, light it up and make it so you can see it on TV for a while, I was like, y'all got to stop. Just yeah, that was they, dumb. They made it glow or what? On TV, like, they made it glow. Oh, it's it was like weird. that yellow line in football. It was, like, it, just it, the yeah. yellow. <laughs> it was, like, blue <laughs> kind of glow. Like, <laughs> when you, they would hit it, you could see yeah, it. Yeah, it was like, kind of stupid. I, I did. It's not, like, a game. I did have a hockey phase when I was, like, nine, bro. You played a video game, right? After I watched The Mighty Ducks. D2 The Mighty Ducks. That movie went hard. That's the thing. Me and my buddies in Miami were like, we have no ice. But we got rollerblades, yeah. and we got you know we're just gonna try to hit this like golf ball or tennis ball or whatever. Like yeah. screw it, let's just. I tried try gathering. Hockey. I tried gathering a group together, and they're like, Field hockey, nah, though. man, it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. Field hockey, <laughs> it's a different sport entirely. Yeah. See, the thing with hockey is communication. <laughs> you have all these guys on a bench, right? They got to figure out when their line's gonna come out, and some dudes don't get to come off the ice right away because you got to think the puck's gonna travel down the ice right away. Someone's doing a dump and change. Like fuck, I can't go out for my shift. So what do I do? I gotta sit here and wait. So they gotta be yelling at each other back and forth, like, "Hey, you're gonna go off now, and not risk the, uh, you know, too many men on the ice penalty." That shit sucks. It's like baseball, like, yeah. so you know, there's certain things in baseball that if you're just a fur weather fan, you don't know about, you know, like like a bunt, like why would you bunt, like right. like the little small things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are saying shit, and this is yeah. Like, I don't so like hockey is the same. <laughs> is hockey is the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have to be careful. Like you don't want too many too many men out, and it's like you know you have offsides, you have like. Icing. 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 Yeah. It's like there's so many. Remember that from NHL right. 2009? Mine, yeah, minute little things. Like, it, once you actually watch it, or if you go to a game or anything like that, you, you'll appreciate, like, this is fun. Like, yeah. it's constant. And I mean, I've been to, a, like, a semi-pro, like the Corpus Christi Ice Rays. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back when we had, like, Houston Arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember the first time I went, I told my buddies, like, there will probably be a fight, and there was like two. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, man, what's up with three quarters though, right? I mean, it's periods, man. Periods. periods, three periods. Yeah, three like periods. Two Twenty minutes each. <laughs> Twenty minutes. Yeah, and just go chill out for a little so bit. It's it's Sixty minutes. Well, there's nine innings, bro. That's kind of sixty-minute game, twenty-minute <laughs> okay. intermission between each period. Wait, I, I, how how old is hockey? I know you were kind of talking about this earlier. Where like I forget how old hockey is. I have no idea. Like, it's what, actually what it came it from the French, if I'm not mistaken, right? Wasn't it a French sport? They came out. I don't remember. There's a lot of debate about that. It's yeah. like hundreds of years old. It's, it's, it's like that's debatable. Seriously, it's old. It's an old. It's old as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's older than than football. I think How old is it, Chris? It's old, bro. It's old as fuck. Yeah. Not for the earth. But so, Chris, do you, I mean, uh, JC, do you think that uh, that hockey stem, like they they have the best athletes? I'm biased, man. Legs. So, growing up, I played baseball. Spots. I played soccer growing up. You know, up until high school. But uh, I would say yes, hockey does have the best athletes. You have to be very skilled to be able to handle the stick, the puck, skate for one, avoid getting your shit rocked, you know? And then have the mental yeah. mental and physical... Communication skills, stamina. that's the other thing, too. Being able yeah. to communicate with your players on the bench. I think, like, some sports, like basketball even, and football, you, you have people who kind of just picked it up within the last five years, but... 
can that happen in hockey, man? Because I feel like you kind of have to be growing up playing that. You kind of have to be, you know, mature. The, the people playing. that I knew that played hockey in Boston, they were in in like they played played since, forever. Yeah. You know, you have that stage where you start off learning how to skate, and that takes a while. You yeah. know, being able to to move on the, on the rink and, and being able to like stop and go and like you know yeah. transition from you know because we all I used I started with like figure skating skates and then you right. go from like the hockey sticks were completely different you got to learn how to stop so from that point on you shift to you know messing around with a stick and, and a puck and kind of going mm. it's it's not it's not easy no, you I, know? I, I, I think the thing that makes it the hardest just like as an outsider like watching the game is that it's the speed of the game makes it very difficult for someone to just pick up and and get into it and be elite or be good you know because you have to almost make these decisions as like second nature yep. and it's just it makes it way yeah. harder to do that when when it's the game is so fast it's just so fast so so are to, we all agreeing that hockey i think hockey <laughs> hockey contains the best athletes are the most elite. <laughs> I, I think i gotta watch a hockey game first i mean i i know what hockey is but like you, you have, have to go see one live go one live and go on live and like like a legit game. Like yeah. go watch like a Detroit Chicago game. Go yeah. watch Boston Philly or yeah. Boston like Toronto game. Like you have to be in there to actually appreciate it and see. Yeah. I don't even. I like. mean, I've been over to like JC's place and like he's barbecuing and and he has a game on and I can watch it, man. It's not boring, you know. Yeah. If someone was introducing me to baseball, I'd be like, this is really boring. <laughs> right. But hockey, man, I can get into oh, it. Yeah. Went to my first ever NHL playoff game uh, about four weeks ago. Dallas Stars, St. Louis Blues, game four. Shit was crazy, dude. Loudest game I've ever been to out of baseball, football, any other game. Loudest. Yeah. Good one. Oh, Stars won. Nice. It's it's weird that in Dallas there's a hockey team. It's it's weird to me how, like, Phoenix has a team, right? Right. Well, the Dallas team came from Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, North Stars. Stars. They came out here. The uh, NHL playoffs, is it like a single elimination or are they all series? Yeah, seven-game series. It's just like basketball pretty much. There's, like, two home, two away, and then home, away, home. Yep. Same concept. Yeah. So, like you were saying, they came from Minneapolis, they came to Dallas. How do, like, the southern teams fare? Like, do they have, like, do people Good. go to those games? How does that? Dallas, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I went to Dallas one, like, last year, the beginning of this year, and I'm just like, who are all, oh, I forgot, there's a hockey team. <laughs> that was insane. Like, everybody wearing, like, their sweaters. That was dope. Yeah. Um, But, Pretty yeah, like. fan base? Yeah. Definitely. Which is weird Dallas because, is like, crazy. The, the newest expansion team, or I don't know, they still are the Vegas. Vegas, the Vegas from last Knights. year, yeah. Seattle's uh, just got a team. Dude, right Vegas, it's a, it's a desert. They have a freaking hockey team, and they they, they had a lot of support. And, yeah. I mean, it's dude, because they had a really good Miami, team. Miami, like Florida, uh, the, the Panthers. Panthers, like, yeah. <laughs> Like Florida, Tampa Bay too, yeah. man. Tampa Bay, like it was, it was the Arizona Coyotes. They just freeze over the yeah. swamp or what? Because I was in Miami when, when <laughs> I was in Miami when the Panthers showed up, and I was like, "Huh? Like we don't even have like ice? Like that doesn't last five minutes outside? Like why? How is right. this even a thing?" But is, does Tampa Bay have a team? Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. yeah. Like, Seattle just got a team, no? Yeah, they announced it. They haven't announced the name of the franchise yet. Yeah. But, uh, but that makes sense, though. Why doesn't Seattle have a team? I know it doesn't snow much in like West Coast. Got to think Seattle though, needs a team for Vancouver every sport. Seattle rivalry. Yeah. That's gonna be yeah. a basketball yeah. team anymore, man. They the they like I've I've been to Seattle and they are just crazy. Like they literally still sell supersonic stuff. <laughs> you can go to like a, a a touristy kind of shop and you can buy some old school. That's cool, man. Like old school, like yeah, yeah, Sean yeah. Kemp a, when a he Gary first Payton started. Jersey yeah, you can still buy that stuff the and they're club. like, 
Like, I, is it too soon to tell you guys that you guys don't have a team? <laughs> too soon. But can I trade this in for OKC? They are pretty. Yeah. Now that you mentioned me, you think about it, like they're pretty passionate about yeah. the Seahawks, the Seattle Sounders, and MLS. Yeah, yeah. The Sounders like, are insane. They just like lifted the home. bar in terms of fandom and, and for yeah. soccer in, in, the, in the country. They buy into it everything. So if they have a hockey team, that's going to be dope. It's all about growing the sport. Speaking of growing the sport, though, I don't know if you heard, but the outdoor game next year is in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. Oh, so what? National Predators That's outdoor game at the Cotton Bowl. What time of year? January. January. Yeah. Okay. Because they used to play like it. New they used Year's. to do it in. Uh, they did it in New York or in Boston, right? They yeah. Used to do it like Chicago, that. places yeah. like that. So, but they do it like in baseball stadiums. Mm-hmm. Right. So they right. Did it in Fenway. They in did Fenway. It in, uh, yeah. In uh, the big uh, house. Wrigley. Yeah, they they've done it like they did so it it's Michigan. dope. Yeah, they yeah, Michigan. Awesome, dude. And, and that's the, and that's the thing. So it's like it's January right, in the we, north. We should so go to like, the Cotton Bowl. It's snowing. Oh, it's crazy. snowing. It's cold as hell. And I'm like, let's yeah. see what let's see what we get. Some rain or something. <laughs> we should try to go. Yeah. Yeah. This should be our first hockey game. I know, right? Like the Cotton Bowl. There you go. Damn. That'll be dope. Damn. I said, man, I went, I went to Edmonton and I was like, everyone was like, they don't have any other teams there, man. I mean, they have like a Canadian football league team, but it's everywhere you go, it's blue and orange, blue and orange. It's like. Wayne Gretzky, so I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna buy me a hoodie, and yeah. I still have and their logo is pretty legit, bro. Like their colors and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, blue it's and orange. Yeah. And I, a couple years after that, I bought myself a Wayne Gretzky shirt. Not, not, <laughs> I didn't go full out like jersey quite yet, man. But I still rock Edmonton. You miss 100 of the yeah. shots. You don't <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's quote. That's Sweet, quote. Man. Oh shit! I guess hockey wins, man. They got the best athletes. <laughs> you gotta be skilled, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, it, it all—it's it's what you're looking for, right? right? If you're looking for like reaction time, yeah. if you're looking for pure strength, I'd take right. football players. Yeah. Right. You know, being able to take a hit, football players, stamina, yeah. I'd take soccer players. Yeah. You know, straight up, you know, hit mobility and power, I would take baseball players. So it's it's all in what you're looking for. Yeah. We matters. we had decided that football players were like wide receivers and secondary right, players, corners yeah. you know uh, we thought that those were the better athletes yeah because some of those cats they go to the olympics you know? exactly that right. was my that was yeah. the point that we made is like yeah. you never They're hear like about olympics players yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. or like they could be like power lifters in the yeah. olympics oh, or yeah. something yeah. so there's a it's bunch of cats crazy. that used to play for ut that ended up in the olympics like yeah. mark marquis goodwin he played he went to the olympics so it's like yeah there, there's there's a bunch of Dude, you know, UT, athletes. UT athletes. is crazy for like Olympic athletes. Like if UT was its own country, it'd be like like in the top ten. Yeah, for like, um, for like gold medals. If weird it was stuff. Own, it's, weird it's stuff. Wild. How many yeah. freaking yeah. Olympic Like our track team is pretty dope. Like the 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 swim team. The swim team. Yeah. Yeah, the swim team. <laughs> like that one? No, I don't know. No, it's just, it it was funny because, like, I I went, when I went to, I think it was like a history class, and like the whole swim team was behind me. I'm like, y'all a bunch of assholes. Like, (laughs) y'all like the epitome of jocks, like, a bunch of Brads and Chaz. Like, chill out. Brads and Chaz. (laughs) Like, chill out. But nah, UT's got a bunch of, like, just straight up Olympic athletes, and then it's a trip. Sweet. So, hockey then, huh? Hockey. We'll get on to our last topic then. How do you guys stay looking fresh in the summertime? Because it is hard. It's easier in the it's easier in the wintertime, right? Because you can you like, layer you up, layer man. Up. You can do some different shit. You throw a shirt on, then you throw a flannel over that, you throw your jacket over that, maybe a scarf if you want to. Oh, man, you can wear some <laughs> Chelsea boots and boom. <laughs> You're good to go. And here, especially in Texas, hot as hell. it is hot <laughs> as fuck. So, like, how do you – I mean, you can't really – the the less clothing you have on, the better, right? Just right. in terms of just existing outside, right? So, how do you how do you – look cool in the summertime man like what do you guys well, do I, I, Tease. Can, I, I can tell you one right now i mean i'm i think uh i think the floral prints <laughs> are actually not that bad of an option 
I mean, I used to, so I, I work in this office where, like, on Fridays, they do, like, the Hawaiian shirt Friday thing. And I was like, I don't think I want to fucking rock Hawaiian shirts, you know? <laughs> I was like, but I can get, like, a floral print, which is close. You know what I mean? It's just not, like, gaudy. It's not like a straight-up Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it don't got flamingos print. on there. <laughs> right, but I was like, oh, I can rock a floral print, right? So I, I got these fucking floral print shirts last year, and I would only wear them in the office. But then but then I went, like, day drinking one, one day, and I, and I wore it out. And I was getting fucking compliments and shit. People were like, hey, that's a nice shirt and this and that. I was like, So Damn. I bought five more than <laughs> no, next so, day. Yeah, so half of my closet is all floral prints. Well, but like, so I got like, a floral so sweater like a couple now, weeks, bro. So check this out. A couple weekends ago, like three weekends ago, I went out with, with a couple friends and my fiance, and we went to this bar, and we were drinking outside of this bar, right, on their patio area. And I, I, I walked into the bar to get another drink, and as I was walking in, this girl stops me. And she's like, hey, that's that's a really nice shirt. Like, I like that shirt. And I was like, oh, shit, thanks. And, like, I went up to the bar, and, like, I got my drink. Or I got my drink order, and I was just waiting for my drink. And I was like, I think that girl was hitting on me. <laughs> like, because who the fuck? Like, even if you like somebody, a random person, like, if you like what they're wearing out in public, you don't go up to them. And you're I not, do. like... You do? Yeah, like to, your shirt. Those are nice shoes. To strangers? Yeah, your watch is nice. I don't know, man. I feel like she went out of her way. This is what's going on in my <laughs> mind. I'm like, she kind of went out of her way to fucking tell me that she liked my shirt. Was she cute? Right? She, I mean, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> anyway, so, trick I, question. I, so then I was trying you trying to trick the motherfucker. So then I get my drink, and I'm walking I'm walking now out of the bar towards the, you know, the, the patio was, area. Mike. Where my fiance is, Mike, and, and all of my friends. I'm asking for me. And, and so I asking get for a name. friend. I didn't get her name or her me. number, so it doesn't matter. And so as I was leaving, right, the, the bar area to go to the patio area, this yoked up black dude, tall guy, just comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, that's a nice shirt. And I was like, damn. She it is a shirt, right? Yeah. It is the it shirt. It wasn't hitting on me. It, it just was a nice shirt. You know, it was like, it was almost exactly like this, but it was So did she come out, she went out of her way to tell you that? Or Dude, she, she was just she like did, standing next to you? She did one of these. She, just, she went like that. She like <laughs> turned her neck and turned around and was like, I mean, I was walking by her, but I guess she saw me walk in and like turned around. And I was like, oh, that's a nice shirt, you know. Nice. Like, I did, you got I a nice ass shirt. So, so dude, but because send well, me there, a, send me the link. So as I was walking, <laughs> so because I was walking out and the guy stopped, another complete stranger stopped me and told me the same thing. I was like, it's the shirt. Like she wasn't hitting on me. Or yeah, he's like, guys, this, nice this is the shirt. <laughs> this is it. No, it's all, it's exactly like this, but maroon, but the same floral print. So I was like, damn, I gotta get a bunch of these. So guys. how's the yellow working out for you? Is it? I don't know, man. Not as many comments. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe later we go out. I'll, I'll I think keep it's it cool. We'll I like the yellow shirt. I don't know, man. It just you know it helps you stand out. You know what so I mean? So you're going with the floral. When in doubt, rock a bro, floral, bro. Just just try one. Just buy one. Put I, it on. I, I had a floral shirt. You know, it, you know, short sleeve button up floral. Put it on with with some shorts and shit. Some yeah, nice I've seen a lot of stores carrying those shirts now. <laughs> a lot of stories. There you go. Just try it. Try it out. Step out of your comfort zone. Because the only reason why I bought the fucking shirt was because of the work thing. I was like, ah, you know, I'll participate. I'll participate. But then, like, I was like, fuck it, I wore it out and started getting compliments and shit. So I was like, oh, I would have never, I never bought it. it yeah. So I was like, you know, you just kind of got to step out of your comfort zone. Bro, I got to see this prints. shirt. It sounds insane. <laughs> I'll wear it next time, dude. I'll wear it next time. Marty Marge or what? <laughs> At the party march. Um, Not for me, I think the way go for it. No, I was saying uh Felipe's got some nice shoes on. So I think that's another way. I don't know if you want to pop them off and show the camera, but those are some sweet ass shoes, man. Uh, Damn, those are like I the think, Spurs Fiesta colors. I feel like Like here in Texas, you can't you have to be like it's it's about your watch, your shoes, kind of something. Dude, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. The way the way I think about it is like it has to be the smaller things, man. Just, yeah. Because really, in the summertime, you wear a t-shirt and shorts or a polo and shorts. Mm-hmm. 
So what, how do you get, it's how you accessorize, man, your yeah. shoes, your watch, cologne, man, fragrance, you know what I mean? It's like hot. sunglasses, this is, right. it's the little things that kind of make that outfit, man. Cause otherwise you can't really, you can't layer up. Like, yeah. It ain't cute when you're like at a bar, just sweating your ass off. Like, <laughs> dude, I had a, me guys. I'm just sweating. We had a buddy who did that in college. Oh, yeah, said, yeah dude. <laughs> What, what, we went to Izzy's. Were it's, you there? It's this dive bar in Corpus Christi, and uh, it doesn't exist anymore, bro. They shut down. Oh, R.I.P. There was Rest our college years. <laughs> yeah. But this dude was—he's like, no, nah, man. He's adamant. I'm gonna wear my suit. And uh, we're all in like jeans. It's a patio the- bar, man. It's yeah. it's July. Yeah. It's humid. Humidity's like 120. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the island, we're all in jeans and like tees. Yeah, no outside. He's outside, like with a hot Certain Corona, time. and like his face is melting <laughs> into his bottle of beer, and it's yeah, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's miserable. Yeah, there's well, not that much that dudes can do. It's just yeah. it's hot, so. I guess you got to know where you're going. Like, but that's where the scent really does come in, too. Like, switching up your cologne, you know, going to something a little sweeter. Yeah, dude, I feel like that's like the, uh, it's like the one part of your wardrobe that you can't see, right? Right. That's right. Like, and still... I never, I would never do that, dude. I always had this one cologne, and I fucking rocked it for like 10 years. And what, I was like, what was your cologne? Uh, I would wear Armani Black. And it was just the, it wasn't expensive. It just smelled good or it reacted well with my skin or some shit. I don't know. I just liked the way it smelled and I always got compliments for it. So I just kept I was at a bar once and this girl came up yeah. to me and she and was like, hey, other dude and then that big old black guy <laughs> told me, bro, you smell good. So I was like, no, it is so a cologne. I know it's a cologne. Yeah, it's gotta be. So then uh, just recently I switched it up, got some a little more, a little sweeter, like just for the summertime. I was like, I, I never do it, but let me just like, let me switch it up. So what are you rocking now? It's just, it's it's actually a really cheap cologne because I bought it online, just blind, no smelling. I, I just read reviews I on it. all the time. I just read, which is sketchy. I've never done it. It was like a $20 cologne. It's called like Sunrise, but it was like, it was super sweet. And like, um, and and I, the 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 I know you buy like American Eagle or something, <laughs> right? Something like that, right? No, no, it's like it's like no, it's like French. It's like Olivier. Jeroud or something. The soccer player. Brought to you by Chelsea. And and I wore Sunrise, it. And I was like, Olivier, I, I was like, this kind of does smell like the summertime. So I started rocking. I was like, all right, you know, it's a little sweeter. It's not as strong. It doesn't last as long as my uh, as my like yeah. other cologne. You definitely can't wear like heavier colognes in the summertime. Like right. you don't want to smell like leather or tobacco or the woods or the woods. Oh, there's some woodsy colognes that work out in the, in the summertime. So, and, and then I think the thing about cologne too is that it's a, it's also about the way it makes you feel, like because you smell it more than anybody else. Like people kind of got to be on you. you know? but then, does it turn no, you on? Like, yeah. No, 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 there comes no. a certain time it's where your olfactory system kind of like doesn't right. pick up on it anymore. Yeah, like, you can't smell to. it. Just because I don't smell. Yeah, when I put cologne, I'm like, you smell it for like the first when what, I spray ten yeah. seconds yeah. and then it's done. But other I people think, smell yeah. it. Yeah, because there've been times I'm like, did I put cologne on? And you start smelling stuff. I can't. Yeah, no. But then somebody else. But I sometimes it, it will wear off. It. Like sometimes, like the sweeter, like the summery colognes, they don't just they just don't last as long. You know, like four hours later, five hours later, it's just not as, as strong smelling. That's why they tell you to also spray like one spray on your shirt because it'll last way longer on clothing than it will on your actual skin. Yep. And so like it's you damn, know, Chris, tip, you've though. done your research. <laughs> little tip, dog. You <laughs> it's know what big I mean? facts right here. Yeah. Also, you should probably you know spray behind your ears instead of on your neck because if you shave, you know, have you ever shaved? And then like, well, not you. <laughs> 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 not one one, one time when I was like beard. 16, yeah. Shakes, yeah, when, yeah, was, I was, last like, time, when was the last time you took a razor to your face? Uh, I mean, I you know, up here I shaved, but last time I saw my chin was like two, 2004. 12 if you shave and you spray cologne on your uh, fucking neck it's burns. a motherfucker yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and, I, and it. I think another thing is like don't spray it and rub it because that fucks up with like oh, yeah. the molecules or whatever oh, right. like, look it up dude there's a science it. behind it but i spray it 
Yeah. Yeah. You want to spray like the hot, the warmer areas, that, like yeah. the pits, man. Like you want to like under your, neath your chin or like behind okay. your ears. I mean, that's usually, the behind your ears thing. Like and doing. and bro, the secret, the secret weapon is behind the head, man. Because like your hair absorbs it, and people are gonna smell whatever's eye level or nose level and so the back of the head man is a great area Damn, go home and try <laughs> it spraying the so i'll get out of the shower no, dry off dude. spray the neck yeah. that's it i guess i'm just one up. spray bro just one spray dude ah, not even the clothes well, no no it just depends if you can have a really strong cologne or all you need is that one spray and you're good you know what i mean what yeah. are you using man so i got it for christmas i don't know Black what the Panther. fuck it is, is it has jake's it actually has my initials on it you guys know what the fuck that is it says jcv on it i don't know what the fuck that is that's like your initial. Those are your initials. I know, man. but the the brand of cologne is JCV. You sure they didn't just like order you like a custom made? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not a big cologne guy, dude. Really? I'm a body wash guy. Body that wash. shit lasts me. I'm a both guy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys wash your legs in the shower? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I do wash my thighs and my feet, but I skip the calves. And I think that's why my calves aren't growing. <laughs> I need to rub them and show them some love. Why, why are you skipping your calves? I'm not skipping my calves. Wait, I just, what are we talking about? Gym or like shower? shower well, when I shower, control. oh, both. No, when I shower, when I shower, I, I don't, I don't scrub my. You don't calves. go past the knees. I do, I do my, I do my thighs like up to my knees, and then I go to my feet, and I just don't so rub you my lift calves. Lift the leg and just right, right. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't. I don't put soap on my calves. Y'all, you guys soap up. You yeah, I up do. Your calves? You pretty much lather everything. Yeah. Really? I'm you guilty of not touching the feet though, dude. I let them soak in the suds. Fuck it. I, yeah. I so. Hey man, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Whatever. I feel like everything just runs down. No, yeah. I'm kidding. It'll get so, there. It'll mo- get there. I, now that I think about it, man, I, I can't remember the last time I scrubbed my my calves, man. <laughs> right. Like I I I I scrub my legs, but I I can't like explicitly remember scrubbing my calves. It's not like a scrub, just like a. Just you know, like a rubbing. wah. I, don't, I, think, I think I don't want to bend over in the shower. I think that's what it oh, is. Yeah, like, like it, might be one, it might be one of those things. I, I don't Did know. you go to juvie or I, something? I don't know. <laughs> when, I, when I wash my don't feet. Don't lock doors. When I wash my feet, I'm like, I do the one leg. I, I put uh, my hand on the wall hey, and I scrub my feet. That's more effort than the legs, <laughs> right. though. Hey, do you yeah, guys take baths? That's what I don't get. No, I don't. I do. I do. After leg day. Dude, I started taking a bath last year. Not like every time, man. It's like a special occasion. You had a rough week or... You know, I've done work. it like a couple times. I feel like it's gross. You're just sitting in your own. Yeah, you're just chilling. Here's, 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 here's the key, bro. Here's the key. Take a shower before yeah. you take a bath. Oh, that's more. He barely washes his calves. Yeah, that's a lot of work, work. man. <laughs> you know that I calf clean jump and then hey, jumping. Yeah. That's a lot There's of work. There's a theme here, man. I only, you know, manscape once a month. <laughs> I only, I don't wash my calves. You know, I don't like bending over. I don't like hard work, dude. I just want to in and out. Just be in and out, you know? I mean, there's something about a hot bath with the salt in it. I'll say, hey, you know, hey, babe, my freaking legs hurt. I just went ham on squats and deadlifts, you know? <laughs> Pistol squats, whatever. Hey, can you run me a bath? She puts this can pink salt in there. Shit feels amazing <laughs> dude, the next day. My legs dude, are soft. It was Halloween a couple years ago. We went up to Fort Worth, um, and I got really drunk. And we went back to my buddy's house we were staying at. And I told Haley, my wife, I was like, draw me a bath <laughs> and she was like okay and it was life changing man seriously man bath. I don't I, I had never I hadn't taken a bath in probably 12 years man I and just feel like what am I supposed to do in you there? just chill just relax, man. man you just relax it feels good put some music on smoke a but cigar if you have one that's kind of weird um, <laughs> you know just just the you know fire alarm goes off and shit. I'm just chilling, relax. Open the window. I don't know. I just feel like you know I'm, I'll, I'll be bored now. Like all right, cool. Five minutes in, like all right, I'm tired of this. You know, right. I wasted all this water. 
all this water you know what i mean like somebody in africa could have had this water to drink but it's the same same thing when you're in the shower though i mean pour yourself a nice drink sit back relax get on instagram whatever the fuck you know and then uh, afterwards take a shower that's what i do you take a shower afterwards. I take a shower afterwards. Get all the salt off dude. me. Oh, y'all all, ba- y'all all take baths. Yeah, dude. I do. Di- like, it's not it's like, like a, a. It's not on the reg, man. Yeah. It's just a you know special occasion thing. It's like weird. I said, it's like you've had a fucking long week. Like yeah, you just want to relax, you know. I just drink a beer. You do those bath bombs, right? <laughs> <laughs> drink a beer in the bath. <laughs> Boom. Just drink, drink a beer. That's a good combo. I'm telling you, man. After leg day, try it. It feels amazing. I'm telling you, man. I wasn't big on it until it changed my life. I'm never going back to non-bathing showers. Well, I, I guess I'll give it a try. All right, guys, and that's the end of this one, huh? Wrapping it up, so, man. This was episode five. That's right. the one. Thanks, Felipe, for coming by, dude. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Felipe, thanks, out. man. Yeah, You're great. Do you appreciate you coming out here, JC, thanks, as well. Y'all, y'all want to plug y'all's Instagrams or something? Uh, you're, nah, you're not nah. on Instagram. <laughs> I am. I'm not big on social media anymore. Don't follow me. We'll follow us on. Unfollow them on Instagram. Like probably like six degrees of separation. Follow them. They'll follow me. There it is. It'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. So just search for us on Instagram or YouTube. We'll be on there. We'll Cartel. And we'll pop up. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye bye.